It's Luke and Naomi. Welcome to episode 52, Luke and Naomi on air featuring Naomi's Under a Rock Reviews. Whoa. Went dark this one. Yes, we did. Went dark. The Aliens. Alien. I'm sorry. Alien. Yeah, don't get it wrong because that's a completely different movie. Know, like right off the bat, just screwing everything up. Yep. Uh, Alien. We got that review coming up. So this was funny because it was, what do you want to watch? And I'm I'm looking for something lighthearted, maybe even funny. And he's like, how about Alien? I'm like, yeah. Okay. You want to watch Alien? Yeah, why not? You know? Here we and go. And the best part was that it wasn't one that we had to rent. So we didn't have to pay, you know, five bucks to watch a movie. That helped a lot. The whole, uh, I think the whole series or at least the first four are on Hulu. Yeah, so if you want to watch them, Hulu's got them for you. I know. There's a couple of more uh, too. So if you want to pause right here, go watch Alien quick and then come back, you can. If not, Naomi will take you through it. No matter. That's right. Uh, it's a great review. Thanks for coming back for episode 52. We got One uh, year. Yeah. One year. Whoop, whoop. Uh, a year's worth of podcasts in it a year and a, a half. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably <laughs> been closer to a year and a half since we started doing this. But yeah, we got a year in now. Not really. I do have written down somewhere that it's, uh, that it, we started in May, I believe. Of okay, so we're pretty close. 2022, yeah. We only took off a week here and there multiple times. I think we've done pretty good. We're not we're not that far off. So no. all right, uh, that yeah okay. Officially a year's worth of weekly podcasts. Very That's cool. Right. Uh, thanks for staying. If you if you've listened to every one of them, you're probably my mother. Yeah. Um, actually no. Actually no. I think she's missed some. I think she just blew us off for the last like five weeks or so. So it doesn't matter. If yeah, you've listened to all fifty two, yeah. we uh, we we appreciate it. We love you. Love the support, and that's very, very cool. She's mad at us. She's not going to listen until we go camping again. Oh, my goodness. Next year, Mom. Next year. We'll be there. We'll be there next uh, next year. I, we decided. We did. Uh, the beaches are just crowded as hell on 4th of July down here. Yeah, not that we didn't are. know that. It was just like, hey, you know what? Let's go to the Adirondacks. It'll be a little yeah. cooler. You can do some camping. I'm here for corn it. Corn All that good stuff. <laughs> Can All jamming. That good stuff. Yeah, so that'll be fun. So uh, the last, was it the last episode or the one before that or something like that where we were talking about the top 10 Disney villains? I think it was last episode. It's just everything blends into nothingness at this point for me as far as time goes. So uh, yeah, we were talking about the top 10 Disney villains. We had a, a, a list from Variety. We um, talked about, about Scar a little bit. We talked about Ursula from The yeah. Little Mermaid. The one with the girl that swims, as Luke called the it. The girl that swims. Yeah, yeah, I could not come up with anything. I couldn't come up with Ocean Lady. Nothing. You had nothing. That was uh... Fish Girl. I could. I was trying to come up with Fish Girl. Right. All I came up with was swims. I'm telling you, being on the spot. And, you know, just, yeah, okay. I, I'm okay. just blaming it on that. Anyway, um, so we have the Disney villain top 10, and we know we have some Disney adults in the in the audience for yeah. sure. And uh, Mrs. Snowman, you've heard Snowman reference several times out in New Mexico. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Snowman been listening forever. Oh, my goodness. She wrote you an essay there. She wrote us an essay. We asked for her reasons. So uh, basically, she rattled off the list and said why they're a, a good fit, why why she basically agreed with the list. I don't believe she changed any around. Really? And I don't have the other list right handy, so I'm just going to read it down, read down the way that she wrote it because okay. I trust her opinion. Anyway, so I've read this, and it's thorough as hell. So uh, we'll give you the abbreviated version, basically. But she agrees with most of the list as far as that goes. Uh, uh, Jafar, 
with his uh, the ten spot hook at nine because he was just after Peter because the whole hand thing, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Bambi, the good choice for the villain at uh, at eight. Uh, Lady Tremaine is the evil stepmother in Cinderella. That's her name. That's what we thought, right? Yeah. So that, yeah. that was a big question we had. I'm like, who the hell is Lady Tremaine? I kind of we figured it was the you know, but you know, context clues. Yeah, we kind of yes. figured it out. Uh, Isma would be next from. Um, Emperor's New Groove? What the yeah. hell is that? Is that correct? Yeah, then not not Hercules. No. Yeah, because that one was James Woods. Uh, Gaston is the next one. Narcissist and all of that stuff. Uh, Cruella Deville. She says she agrees with Cruella Deville not being higher on the list because <laughs> she killed puppies. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it the way that uh, that at least Snowman wrote it down for Tori. Uh, okay. Uh, Cruella didn't want to kill the. Cu- did want to kill the puppies, but never wanted to harm people. So I guess if you look at it in uh, in a very icy cold us or them but context, puppies. yeah. But you know, in, in twenty twenty three, puppies. I don't know. That's <laughs> that's They're hilarious. They're so cute. I just love. Uh, so there's that uh, Ursula next. Uh, of course, she says definitely worse than Cruella. I think you agreed with that. We probably should have listened to the show. I had before. A, no. I said it was like a three-way tie because I'm like they all are just terrible. Uh, she says Ursula. I don't remember. Ursula, um, uh, definitely worse than Cruella. She wanted to rule the seas, and any humans using it, even if killing them, was part of the job. To me, she sounds like a female villain in Aquaman or Prince Namor in uh, in the most recent Black Panther movie. Of course, uh, the submarine. Yeah. But <laughs> we're talking Disney right now, not your Marvel and DC stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Not that they're all not the same thing now, except for DC. But she had a garden of mer people from contracts she manipulated. Tori says Ariel was going to be next, but King Triton traded places with her, saving Ariel. So, spoiler alert hmm. for uh, the Little Mermaid. There, I gotta watch that again. <laughs> I I don't remember that. So, uh, but then again, the last time I seen the Little Mermaid, like. Still in elementary school, maybe middle school, you know? It's well, been has a it while. been that long? Yeah. Oh, all right. I'm pretty sure live action is coming to Disney Plus soon, so we, uh, we'll have to check that out. So now we get to Scar. And yes. here's where the other answer comes from. So somebody, uh, where the hell did I get it? That Scar ate Mufasa. I don't remember I don't know. where it came from. I think it was a listener on Sunny 103.7, uh, my station here in Wilmington. So I think it was that. And I'm like, Scar ate? No way. No way, Scarry. Man, it's Disney. Come on. Yeah. No way. So then Brando sends me this video, which Naomi and I watched right before we started recording, of somebody online looking at clues. And it's, it's so, you know, Brando, it is very, very loosely pieced together. So uh, mm-hmm. it's a stretch, I would say. It's a little stretch. I get I it. I don't think it's that much of a stretch. I get it. I get it. So uh, what the video basically says is if you look after the scene where uh, uh, Mufasa's dead and then so Scar's in his den and he's kind of laying on his back while Zazu's singing the coconut song. That's right. And, and Scar's got the skull in his hands and he's kind of like singing along with the skull. So the video points out that, oh, that looks like the skull of a lion. Yeah. And you know, and that, it also points out that the only other animal that's going to eat a lion is another lion. Yeah, very, very, uh, very good point from this video. So, okay, read that and said, hey, that sounds about right. Okay, that's brutal and crazy, you know, for Disney. So, yeah. Tori says, who is, I think the we're going to go as with our authority until we're proven otherwise. Disney on, on expert. This. Yes, she absolutely. says, uh, Scar killed his brother out of jealousy. 
So she, you know, is cool with his spot on the list, but she says he did not eat him. It was not Mufasa's skull, but a baboon skull. The myth has been debunked. Hmm. So there you go with that All one. Right. Uh, and again, we're going to give Tori uh, the authority here, I think. Yes. We've heard for years about her Disney-ness. Yeah, she so, is uh, a Disney expert. She's so. a Disney princess. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. He did work with the hyenas and to take over, but uh, he wanted them to kill Simba, but they failed. Blame Simba for Mufasa's death, but it didn't work. So she liked that. Then she gave us our answer for the big one, which was Maleficent, who was number one. Yeah, that we don't know anything about. Um, that we really don't know anything about. And so she says, here's why this is valid as a number one, in her opinion. It's her favorite. She wanted to kill Sleeping Beauty, whose name, I'll be damned, is Aurora. Okay. Now, did you know that? Um, I was dressed as Sleeping Beauty during like a, a kid's event for a radio station once, and I had a little girl tell me, I know what your real name is. And I was like, oh, yeah, what is it? And she says Aurora. And I was like, hmm, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to fact check that and get back I to you. I was like, oh, you're so right. And I'm like... Gosh, I hope she's right, because I don't know what she's talking about Nice here. job, kiddo. Yeah. Very cool. So, Aurora. Uh, and so, of course, because she, let's see, uh, she wanted to kill Aurora because she wasn't invited to the party celebrating the birth. It was a curse to kill her on her 16th birthday. It was only because of the blue fairy named Meriwether. Okay. She just coming with the facts. I guess so. Uh, manipulating the curse to change it to sleep instead of death. She also added the kingdom into the curse to sleep as well. That way, they didn't age and die. And so uh, Tori says she loves how vindictive and petty the uh, uh, Maleficent is. Okay. Um, over the smallest slight, Aurora's, par Aurora's parents should have been better. So there you go. We asked All for right. an essay. We got a full-on essay. Uh, absolutely nailed it, Tori. Thank you for taking absolutely. the time. Absolutely, and I gotta say, Tori, if you wanted to lie to us, you could have in that whole thing, and we would have had no idea. Sleeping Beauty, whose name's Monica. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been like, "Oh, really? Huh. I didn't know that." Oh man, fantastic! Very cool. Yeah. So uh, we we, we debunked, uh, debunked the scar eating Mufasa thing, which just makes me feel so much better. It does. It's you know? that's terrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's Simba eating grubs. He's a vegetarian. That's right. <laughs> all right. Kuna Matata. Uh, Kuna Matata. Yeah. All of that. So very cool. Uh, another thing that we had from, I believe it was last, yes, it was last show. Uncle we Brian's bathtub ranch. Oh, that's right. <laughs> With the little uh, magazine sample size packets of ranch. Uncle Brian's bathtub ranch. So first of all, Brian's. Brian's not upset with us Thank for you. having some fun. Thank he's, you, Brian. He is very much uh, on board and a part of the show, of But, course. I mean, he is here for ranch dressing just as much. He's, so he it's, said, uh, it's cool. He actually said pretty much that. Exactly. He Perfect. says, uh, to me, Uncle Brian's bathtub ranch sounds like an episode from The Simpsons. That's, that's what Brian said. So. Oh, yeah, when they're brewing all the beer yeah, and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It does. It's great. Uh, he says he's a ranchologist with Hidden Valley. So nice. there you go. Yeah. Uh, but he says if he does start making it, it's uh, he's going to partner with you, with Perfect. Naomi, so they can go into business and uh, he's going to call it Branch. <laughs> Bathtub Ranch for sure. You want some of this branch? Wait, what? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it, Brian. So, I'm uh, on board. Uh, very cool from Brian. Uh, thank, you, thank you so much for <laughs> telling us the whole idea. Oh, my God. Uncle Brian's bathtub ranch. Is all That's I right. Just mixing it up with a, with an ore. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's great. As long as it's not a used bathtub, because I ain't doing that. So very cool. And we got Brian's answer for later. We'll get to those in a couple of minutes here. The uh, What are you going to put on your French fries if ketchup doesn't exist? Hmm, I wonder. I wonder, right? Yeah. Well, you know, let's find out. So um, you say salad cream. <laughs> we are going to have cream. a fight. I mean, it wouldn't be bad on ran- or on fries. It would just be bland. I'm not here for it. But uh, There are better options. Uh, let's see. We didn't do anything important over the weekend, did we? Oh, we went no. and saw Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, we did. That was kind of important. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Five for fighting before them. And Delamitri we completely missed. Well, we heard the their famous song. Yes, roll, roll to, to me. me yeah. As we were walking up. Uh, as we were walking up, and then Five for Fighting is pretty cool. Bare yeah. naked ladies were great. Their stage presence is just they super were funny. Fun. Yeah. Played the Big Bang Theory song, which just made me happy. Apparently, that is a legit song. There is more multiple you know, verses. verses to the song. Yeah, so that was really, really cool. I I, uh, I enjoyed that. It was fun. It was stupid hot and humid down at the oh, river. Oh gosh. Just thinking about that makes me so uncomfortable. But it was Just so much drip fun. Drip and sweat. Blah. Lots Next, of fun. Uh, you know, a whole bunch of other people just drip and sweat. If you get a chance, anybody, to see Bare the, the Bare Naked Ladies live in concert, uh, and they have the same stage backdrop, if you remember Winamp from the 90s, the Windows Media Player, pre Windows Media Player. Oh, yeah. You would play music and it would like you know, basically uh, spirograph things at you and, yep. and beat to the music and stuff. And it was awesome. Um, and their background looked exactly like that. Absolutely. 100%. But, and then they did uh, some sort of freestyle rap about Wilmington. Which was really cool because it was their first time in Wilmington too. So like they did their homework. Yeah, it was, was awesome. pretty neat. And then uh, went into Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they were definitely a lot of fun. But uh, that that that, that was about it. That, that a couple of beers at Beer Club rounded out our weekend. Didn't do yeah. much on Sunday because Beer Club was on Saturday, and Bare Naked Ladies was on Friday. Yeah, so it was a very much of uh, just rest and relaxation Sunday. Yeah, needed. Yes, and uh, that's that's it. So we'll we'll get to some random facts now. Your uh, weekly dose of did you know? A couple of these were all right. Did you know the Departed? You've seen the Departed, Leo DiCaprio. Yes. Um, Matt Damon. Wow, I can just, I totally blank on his name. And then everybody else. Marky Mark. Oh, we're going to get, we're going to watch The Departed again. That's going to be awesome. I, I remember. I remember, kind of, sort of. Anyway. Anyway. Alec Baldwin, Jack Nicholson. Because like I love that movie. It'd be a great excuse oh. to watch it again. You are like very, like, you know this movie. <laughs> so the, did it's you know? a while. I don't know. The Departed, the only remake that's ever won an Oscar for Best Picture. Hmm. I didn't realize it was a remake. I'm sure it's not going to be alone for very much longer because all we're doing is remaking stuff. That's right. Did you know in the 1992 movie Scent of a Woman, Al Pacino's character repeatedly shouts, Hoo-ah! Uh, that reportedly comes from the military acronym HUA, for heard, understood, and acknowledged. Hmm. Okay. And that is absolutely not how any of the army people I know have ever said it. But uh, so don't just don't at me because that's just wherever I get these facts from. Yeah. It's uh, those facts fault. Yes. What is it supposed to be then? I don't know. Oh. Okay. It's more of a grunt. Hmm. <laughs> uh, we'll have to ask our friend Uncle Pat Dowd. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, did you know of the famous fifty-seven varieties? Of products that Heinz originally made, ketchup 
was the 43rd. No way. Yeah? No way that it was that late. Had to be like 16. I've heard so many things about what the hell the 57 stands for. I just, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> but, uh, okay, fine. Yeah. The, uh, I don't Heinz. like any of these facts. Number 43, ketchup. Okay. Uh, did you know from 1948 to 1975, there was a federal holiday on the second Monday of August called Victory Day? It was to celebrate Japan surrendering in World War II. Hmm. But it was abolished in 75. Rhode Island apparently still celebrates. Because why not? Okay. They ain't got much going on. I was going to say, they don't have anything going on in Rhode Island, so sure. Not that it's glaringly obvious anyway. No. And finally, did you know Rick Moranis? Do you know Rick Moranis? No. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the father? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so that guy. Rick Moranis was the first pick to be Ace Ventura. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm glad they switched that up. And he turned it down because uh, apparently that's around the time, I think, that he retired from acting to raise his kids and stuff like that. So oh, okay. There you go. Well, I mean, again, they, they made a right choice with Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine that. It would be a very different movie, I it think, would be. with Rick Moranis. Anyway, uh, now I want to watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You've seen that, right? No. Really? No. Oh, awesome. I've seen, like, pieces of it while somebody else has had it on. I have never sat down and watched that movie. Oh, I hope I, I, I just, I don't have a pen handy and my phone's way over there. Just and ask I don't somebody stop. to message it to Brando, us. message me as soon as you hear this. Our Honey, uh, I producer. Shrunk the Kids. In New Mexico, and, Brando uh, yeah, will message you. Also, while I'm thinking of it, uh, he wanted to know if you've ever seen Major Pain. No, I have not seen that one. All right, so that's added to the list as well. Major Pain and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. All right. Go on the list. Uh, that is it for uh, the Random Facts, your weekly dose of Did You Know? And that's going to bring us to our answers from last week. Oh, already. Okay. Cool. Already. I had some other, but I just, I don't, I, nah, I want to get to these. I'm excited. Yeah. I want to know what everybody wants from the, uh, my chair is squeaking too, way too a loud. A lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm all excited for this one. I like, I like the, uh, the food talk. So I'm swiveling back and forth. That's right. I'm going to have to flip this thing over and WD-40 the hell out of it. Something. My work chair squeaks a lot too. It drives Mine me crazy. Mine does too. So while you have the WD-40 out, just like go to every chair. <laughs> like even people you don't even know, just be like, hang on a second. Can you stand up, please? And just like do that. All right. So let me see if I can get somewhere. Look at that. And then I'll try to get where I'm not going to move again. And I wish you the best of luck. As I can on the way there. All right. Let's see here. We wanted to know uh, ketchup doesn't exist. What are you having? With some French fries. You know, I don't know. This one's gonna take me a while. Oh, oh yeah, I'm yeah. To think right. about it. You think on that. Yeah. You think on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ralph Franco says, "Drown them in ranch always." That's right. And capital drown, by the way. He he uh, he emphasized that. So, Naomi loves the ranch. Yeah. Of course. Um, Anthony says nacho cheese. Ooh, that is a great answer. That is an amazing answer. Because I, I was thinking right off the bat of a couple of things and didn't go to nacho cheese. Barbecue sauce is my go-to. Yeah. Like, just now. So, nacho cheese. Hell yes. Great answer, Anthony. I love it. So, uh, Brando, speaking of which, says, Dude, I'm so proud of how fast you guys posted this uh, Facebook post. <laughs> <laughs> Again, our honorary producer in New That's Mexico. That's right. I was going to say thank you, but I, I really can't take any credit for any of it because... I didn't post it. I just have to set alarms and, and remember. That's, That's all. right. It helps. Uh, so he says he can't put ketchup on his fries. He's putting queso 
steak, and a little jalapeno. All right. He always Fully loads. Loaded. He always loads up his fries if he uh, if he's gonna eat fries. No kidding. The nacho cheese and the queso, like, oh, man. That's a great idea. That's what I want right now. It's just a big bucket of French fries and a big bowl of queso. How about gravy? Yeah, gravy's good too. Because honestly, if I if I don't have ketchup, but I'm a cheesecake right now. Like that sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll do uh, we'll do some poutine. There you go. Because I, I tell you, oh, then I get the cheese and the gravy. Look if at I the... can't have the uh, the barbecue sauce, it's definitely definitely gravy. But, okay. I mean, but nacho cheese—that's just the cheese. cheese oh boy, yeah. that cheese. Uh, Lauren says mayonnaise. That's what she uses now, and ketchup is available. No. Oh wow, that's mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. All right. Isn't that a Canadian thing? Well, am I wrong on that? According to Pulp Fiction, that's what they do in Holland. Okay. Possibly, you know, France in places and stuff like that. So. Okay. Yeah, mayonnaise. Uh, no, no, thank you. Michaela says, "Why ranch? Of course." She Smart knows. thinking. She knows. Yeah. Uh, JD says Big Mac sauce. Okay. Which is basically what? Mayonnaise, ketchup, and Thousand Island? I think so. Something like that. Some sort of combination there. Uh, Steven says ranch, especially if it's uh, got tacos along with it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> of course. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Uh, Snowman himself says ranch, chili cheese, and mustard. He says, yes, it's good. All together? Really? I No, I think they're separate. He doesn't say that they're all together, but I think he... He's saying mustard is good because last time we were... Oh, because we were complaining we that said, if Absolutely you say not. mustard, you're crazy. Like plain yellow mustard. I just... You know, I feel like that was something we did as a kid if there wasn't ketchup available. Where it's just like, fine, we've got mustard in the you fridge. You gotta have a condiment just, exactly, on the fries. You have to dip your fries in something. You don't just eat French fries. Like, did anyone say plain? Because No. You just don't. You don't eat plain French fries. You dip them in something. Unless they're seasoned fries, but then I'll mustard? eat them plain. Ugh. I'll eat seasoned fries plain. That's it's got seasoning on it. I right. guess it's so okay. It's, you know, they're not. They're I not. Guess. They're, it's already there on there. Yeah. Uh, so he says uh, he didn't invent ketchup if it didn't exist. He also threw out Wendy's chocolate frost. Basically, he's what we just said. He's dipping them in anything. Yeah. He's got to find a condiment and dip the fries. Yeah, but the the fries and frosty thing, like, that became a thing. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't bad. I get it. There's nothing wrong with it. I, you no, know. definitely not. Paul says if he's at uh, a Wendy's, frosty. Yeah. Yeah. I've had it. It's great. All right. Um, anytime else he says, though, honey mustard. Honey mustard. So, See, not- honey mustard works better than <laughs> not just plain yellow, yellow mustard. tangy, regular mustard. Oh, man, that's so funny. First comment on the post was uh, from my cousin, Big J. He said mustard. Just straight up mustard. And I, I mean, he commented minutes after I posted this last week, and mm-hmm. it just it, it caught me by surprise because it's like, oh, he obviously didn't listen to the show first. He, has he just no saw idea. the post, which is fine. And he legit is mustard fan. He says mustard. Dude, you need to have a talk with him. <laughs> Tell him he needs to listen to last week's show. Yeah, I did. That's okay. That's the first thing I said. Is like you have to listen to this sh- to this episode of this show because then you'll understand why uh, I did the laugh react and everything. So yeah, that's great mustard. Uh, but but honey mustard, shocked. like Paul says, probably a little bit better. I can handle that. Yeah, but plain yellow tangy mustard. Plain yellow tangy mustard doesn't go on a lot of stuff by itself. Now that we've got. Honey mustard, honey Dijon mustard, 
spicy mustard and all the other mustards, you don't really need plain mustard anymore. I, not a, not as a topping or a, a, a dipping sauce. Um, no. But, like, you need it for ingredients for stuff, right? Like, you're sure. going to put it in, like, deviled eggs, no? or No, I use the spicy brown mu- or the honey Dijon mustard oh, for deviled eggs. That's why they're so damn good. Yeah, because you don't need the... The tanginess. I like the honey Dijon. That's great. Yeah. Uh, my mom says barbecue sauce or red hot sauce. I'm surprised oh, we didn't get more one, yeah. more uh, hot sauce answers. So I want to make sure I didn't miss any here. Um, I just want so many French fries right now. <laughs> Dorsey says salt and vinegar. Oh yes, absolutely. I do want I just you know I, for some reason, and I don't know why, but this conversation makes me want Five Guys fries, and okay. with Five Guys fries, all the ketchup. That is besides the point of this conversation. It is absolutely absurd, isn't it? Like, that's the craving I'm getting from this whole conversation. Cannot believe it. Did we miss? Oh, yeah. Where's the sweet and sour people at? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially you kind of, you see the fries in the picture. You probably, you know, may think McDonald's. And I mean, they've kind of cornered the market on thinking about fries at this point. So you you think of like their options and um, it was either barbecue or sweet and sour for me. And I always got the sweet and sour from McDonald's. I always did. But I guess because I liked McDonald's sweet and sour, probably one of the best, and then stopped going to McDonald's, so stopped getting sweet and sour sauce and just switched over to ranch for everything. I think that's what happened there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because you really... um, I loved sweet and sour sauce. I haven't had it in forever. You don't... Yeah, you don't really talk about it much or reach for it much anymore. Not the ranch. My life is Honestly, complete. once you started mixing ranch and hot sauce, it was all over. Yes. Spicy ranch. There's that, too. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm here for that. All right. Uh, Brian over in England sent us his answer for this one. It's not salad uh, cream, right? This is going to send us down a little bit of a, of a rabbit hole. Not okay. too deep, but he says if there was no ketchup, it would be ranch or barbecue sauce or H.P. brown sauce on his chips. All right. H.P. brown sauce. H.P. Brown Sauce. Did you look this up? Do we know what it is? We do. Okay. Um, Looks like barbecue sauce? It looks a little bit like barbecue sauce. So the description that I have of it is uh, a British brown sauce, which first of all, what is brown sauce? Uh, you know, you, you can't describe like something like that. It's like, Worcestershire sauce. Multi-ingredient things by one color. Like here, have a bowl of red, you know. Brown sauce. Have a bowl of green. No. No, thank you. Uh, so British brown sauce. He says the main ingredients of which, not not Brian, I'm sorry. I, this, I, this is the internet. Um, tomatoes and tamarind, tamarind extract. I don't know what that is. Yeah, so you got me <laughs> lost on that one too. I don't know what so those ingredients are. We're All Googling live. Are. We're, we're Googling, you know, during a live recording and trying to find out what this is. Uh, used for wound healing. Has anti-venom properties. Did you spell it right? I copied and pasted. Oh. (laughs) So, yeah. This doesn't sound good anymore. It's a tree, so it's partially dried fruit. This is used to make medicine for constipation, liver, and gallbladder problems and stomach Mm. disorders. So, tomatoes and this stuff make the perfect French fry dipping sauce, apparently. Yeah, I guess. It was named after London's Houses of Parliament. That's the HP. Okay. So after making its first appearance on British dinner tables in the late 19th century, it went on to become an icon of British culture. I would give it a try. Of course. We tried uh, the other thing. Salad cream. Salad cream. cream. 
and I okay, I'll try this. Yeah, it looks. Let's go see if we different. can find some. Let's find. We're gonna uh, we'll have to check check Trader Joe's. Yeah. And also, there's the world market that we can check yes, too. Yes, that's so what I was thinking. Yes. We'll check a couple of those places, see if we can't come up with HP brown sauce, and then uh, we'll do another British food taste test. That's right. That'll be awesome. I'm looking forward to that. So thank you again, Brian, for introducing us to something that we had no idea existed, and now I can't wait to pretend to like. HP brown sauce. <laughs> All right, and that's uh, that's it. That's it for our answers for the week. We got to give you your homework for next week. This one is going to be fun in honor of Naomi's Under a Rock review of Alien. That's right. We've got a four-word answer question for you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Four-word answer question. Yes, right? Anyway, the year, so. the year is 2045, or whenever Alien is supposedly set. Let's put it that way. The first astronauts have landed on Mars. They find a cave with a human skeleton, and four words are written on the wall. What are the four words? Ooh, this is going to be a good one. Mark Watney was here. Who's that? The dude from the movie The Martian. Oh, yeah, that's right. Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that's what I got so far. How about uh, Don't Eat the Potatoes? Again from The Martian. I figured you were going with The Martian again <laughs> on that one. Uh, let's see. What if it's like Don't Go Back Home? Like, wouldn't that scare you? You'd be like, That's I can't go terrifying. back to Earth. Wow. How about no Taco Bell here? <laughs> That's terrifying, too. No ranch on Mars. That's why it's a skeleton. Died because they did not get that ranch. So that's the homework. The year's 2045. You've probably seen this floating around on the internet. That's where I got it, of course. Yeah. But uh, it's been making its rounds. The year is 2045. The first astronauts, the first astronauts have landed on Mars. They find a cave with a human skeleton and four words written on the wall. You tell us what those four words are. This is going to be a fun one for next week. Yeah. I'm looking I'm, forward to these I'm answers. I'm staring up at the wall trying to think of what else I would, you know, see written on that wall. I got nothing. Uh, I'm still thinking about French fries and queso right now. I have a couple I have a couple good ones that are starting to pop in mind, but I want to save them for yeah. next week cuz I don't want to steal them from anybody who might might start going that direction that I was thinking. So that's the homework for next week. We'll post that up on the Facebook page. It's right here if you're listening on Spotify, uh, you know, right below on the Spotify feed. You can answer there if you'd like. Yeah. I'm going to keep putting it up there just in case somebody might find that handy. Yeah, and, uh, of course, Luke and Naomi on air on Facebook is where you can find that too. And that, my friends, is going to bring us to... We'll do it there. I'll see if I can find that spot <laughs> to put it in. Perfect. Uh, Naomi's Under Rock Review of the 1979 classic Alien. Ridley Scott, I believe, on this one. I didn't know that this movie was that old. Yeah, so... I'll just say that, like... <laughs> that's kind of That how, was a surprise. That's how that went down. Not to ruin one of our review questions, yeah. but as we sat down to watch it, I, I was really surprised. So we have a list that we keep. It's on my phone, and then we have this cool poster on the wall of all the movies that we should watch. And uh, we're flipping through the list, and I'm like, here, I don't know. You pick one. you Because know, like, the first five I thought of, we didn't want to pay for the $4 yeah. to rent and it I from just, Amazon. I don't know. Just... And she wasn't feeling any of yeah. them. So it was like, here's the list. Let's see what you know if anything pops out at you. And she scrolls it for a second. She's like, how about Alien? 
like get out of town because we don't do much i mean i know it's not crazy horror movie alien but but yeah kind of especially you know. for a movie from 1979 yeah <laughs> let's just say that so yeah. dark horror sci-fi we, yeah. you know we don't really do much of that so i was just but it's on the list super surprised so yeah. Uh, it was really cool. I'm like, really? Alien? 1979? And Naomi's head snapped over. It's that old? <laughs> yeah. Which I learned really fast. I mean, all I had to do is look at everybody's hair. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's the 70s for sure. Oh, man. So, And I did find out that, or I did was reminded today that James Cameron took over and did the next couple. Okay. I think. So, uh, hmm. anyway, let's get to it. All right. Alien. We kick things off with getting a, a nice tour of the spaceship that they're on. The Nostromo. They, they spend a lot of time showing you everything on this ship. You got a computer making some funny noises. Sounds like one of those old school printers. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the dot matrix printer. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 And then uh, we've got a crew waking up from this like cocoon like sleep. So far, so good. <coughs> but uh, also, why is there a cat on this ship? That's when we first meet the cat. <laughs> They're like sitting to eat food at a table, and there's just a cat on there. I assume if you are going on a space mission and all of that, you know, you bring the necessities. I don't <coughs> think a cat is a necessity well, on a space trip. It's a commercial vessel. Uh, you know, I, I guess you bring your pet, you know. I guess. Like uh, truckers bring their dog. Do they, though? I don't know. I've seen it in cartoons. Oh, well... I don't know. It just, it bothered me right off the bat. I'm like, why is there a, there a cat on <laughs> why, here? Why is there a cat in space? <laughs> That's right. First astronaut kitty. Um, all right, so the computers are definitely dated. There is no doubt about that because yeah, this sure. movie was made in 79. Um, and I try not to bump into that as much as I possibly can. All you can do is try. Yeah. It was definitely difficult. Even older than uh, than Short Circuit with number Johnny Five. And oh, <laughs> I do reference that at one point in my notes, but we'll get there. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, so it did bump into that a little bit, but tried really hard not to and not like to be taken out of the movie because of it. Um, all right, so apparently the the ship woke everybody up early. Um, they're only halfway home. Uh, the ship woke them up because they got a call from another object in space, possibly like a distress call. Um, and so that's what, you know, they think they're going to go find. I think they're going to find another ship, but everyone's dead and, you know, has those crazy aliens inside of them or something. Um, at this point, I realized, never mind. That's not the case. <laughs> never they're going to land on a planet and meet up with another spacecraft. At least that's what it looked like. Um all right, so the landing was rough. They land on this planet, whatever, or... Yeah, was, I can't remember if it's a planet or planetoid or whatever. Asteroid, I don't know. They land somewhere, and they have a rough time landing, and it's, you know, everything's shaking and all of that and uh, whatever. What um, did you write down about that specifically? Anything? Because I remember you sort of kind of uh, smirking at it, maybe scoffing a little bit um with with how they were landing yeah um no it was just because you you made some sort of noise because at the same time i remember going man you know you're a, a spaceship don't you think you'd be able to handle landing well you would think so you know okay um no i didn't uh like everything broke 
Well, that it's rough terrain. It's a unfamiliar planet. You don't know what kind of gases and rocks are around and all of that. They could be as hard as diamonds, you know. So it made sense to me that they may have a rough landing. Your your everything is based off Armageddon. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. right. It's gonna break that drill bit and everything. All right. Um, all right. So apparently the landing's a little rough, um, and they've got a whole breach. So something tells me they're not getting off this planet. Um, By the way, let me just say, I make a lot of wrong guesses in this movie. So you're going to hear a lot of wrong information and me going, oh, never mind. Because I tried to guess what was going to happen. And I don't think like somebody from the 70s (laughs) because way off, way off. So again, I thought they were not going to get off this planet. Spoiler, they do later. Um, All right, so that the signal that they heard earlier is coming from like 2,000 meters away or something. So a group of them is going to go out there um, and go, you know, find where the signal is coming from. If it's a distress, help out who's in distress. Uh, Sounds like an absolutely bad idea, which, ding, 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 I got at least one right. Yeah, you got that one right. Yeah, that's good. Um, Probably would wait until the ship was operating again before venturing out because you never know what you're going to run into. You know, maybe an alien or something, (laughs) but what do I know? Uh, So they find this old spacecraft. At least that's what it looks like. Um, Maybe it's not old. It just looks abandoned. Uh, Probably got attacked. Now, there's three guys that um, went out to explore the planet or find the distress call or whatever. Um, Three guys. It was two girls or two guys and a girl. I yeah, think. did the other girl go? I don't remember. Because Ridley stayed, or Ripley stayed back. Yes, and all I know that it took me about halfway through this movie to learn anybody's names. Yeah, that happens a lot. The, yeah, um, and I was, I was trying to pay attention <laughs> to it. I've been trying to be better about those kind of things. But anyway, so you got three people who went out of the, out of the ship. They're going to, um, you know, go explore. They found the spacecraft. Um, so they go inside it to check it out. Because, you know, why not? Yeah, well, you know, that's where the distress call or that noise was coming from, so we're going to go check it out. Um, and they're starting to lose connection with their ship. Like, their communication is going down. It's all staticky and messed up and all that. Um, I don't know. Warning exactly. sign. <laughs> exactly, you know? but you should go further. Yeah. <laughs> I love so this movie. it was definitely written like a horror movie where you're standing there, like, screaming at the screen, what are you doing? For real. Don't go in the basement, <laughs> you know. Um, all right. Yeah, so, very much ahead of those vibes. Yes. Um, so they found an alien. They think it's been, like, fossilized. So I think it isn't because why would it be? Good instincts. Yeah. Um, then they discover this hole next to the fossilized alien and decide to go in the hole because that, that right there is the smartest decision you could ever make. Hey, let's go further to explore this when we think there's an alien. It is. It is the slasher films just ramped up because like not only everything you just said but also the fact that we're in the clunkiest spacesuits we could find yeah that we can barely move around mm-hmm. see in and you know we're gonna lower the guy down with things that are gonna take like my thoughts going into any place like that is how am i getting out of here fast that's right and of course that's my thoughts watching a movie so you know watching alien it's fun to think like that like okay take your time yeah, yeah by all means yeah. set up the, the crane equipment winch system situation like but wait but wait guys 
There's more. We're going to lower ourselves into a hole after seeing this fossilized alien. And one of the guys is going, what do you see? Another one's like, oh, I don't know. It looks like a bunch of eggs or something. Oh, okay. A bunch of eggs. So let's go explore around these eggs. You know what you should do? Stick your face in one. And that's exactly (laughs) what he does. Um, Leans in. Sticks his face next to this alien. It's so gross. Like, they do a good job. Older movies do a good job of, like, the gross ooze factor. The ooze, yes. Yeah, Gremlins did that, too, and I thought that was pretty disgusting. Yeah. Like, that scene actually reminded me a lot of the Gremlins. That's great. Um, Just because of the ooziness and what... You, you know where they got it from? Alien. They definitely did. The hatching and... Ugh, it's so gross. Anyways, so they did that part right, that it it was disgusting, oozing, grossness, and all of a sudden, you know, there's an alien attacking this guy's face. The face hunter. Um, Yeah, but not only attacking, apparently, like, latches on. They take him back to the ship and have to cut off his helmet because he has this, like, octopus-looking thing covering up his head. Um, Just wrapped around. Yeah, which... Was very stupid looking, to be honest. Like, it just looks stupid. <laughs> but the idea behind it was, like, Pretty gross solid. and crazy. Yeah, like, it was in his throat and it was helping him breathe. Like, a parasite. Like, gross. Um, then they tried to, like, cut off, like, one of the claw latchy things that were on there. Remember me um, of crab legs, honestly. Okay, yeah, I can see that. A bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, they tried to cut, like, a little piece off. But its blood was like acid and just started eating through everything, ate through the floor. They're like running down the steps to different decks of their spaceship and it's just oozing through everything. Scary, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, especially. I would just at this point kick this guy off the ship. Goodbye. Especially See being in We're space. Because, yeah. you know, Tom Skerritt, uh, Dallas is running around going, it's going to breach the hull. And if they had gotten outside, like, now what? Yeah. That's an emergency. Yeah. And they already have plenty of emergencies going on right now. Again, this is a time where you, you know, cut your losses. Sorry, guy. You got to go. But they don't do that. Um, They have their science officer, Ash, finally learned a name, Ash and Ripley. That's the girl that was stayed on the ship and wanted to quarantine them. Uh, They have a nice little chat because Ripley wanted to leave them out there and have them quarantined for 24 hours. But Ash risked everyone's life by bringing them in the ship. Um, Again, thought Ripley was right. Like, just quarantine out there. You'll be fine. Of course. You know, um, now they're all going to die because of this alien parasite, which I was pretty close on that one. All right. So Ash calls Dallas. All right. So Dallas was the guy that looked about the most 70s that you could get. Oh, yeah. Tom Skerritt in his in his uh, heyday. Yeah, the, just the way he walked, the way he acted, all the hair on his face. The hair like, and beard oh, absolutely yeah. says 1978. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Ash calls Dallas into the infirmary to check on Alien Face Dude, because I don't know what his name is. Uh, Kane. John Kane. Hurt. We John find Hurt. out it's Kane later. Yeah. John Hurt as Kane. Yeah. Apparently, the alien let go of him, or it's inside him. Uh, either way. <laughs> No one knows where the alien is, so they all go looking for it. Because real smart. Hey, the alien is all of a sudden missing. I'm going to leave this big door open and walk around kind of crouching, seeing if it's under the table or behind these books or whatever. Like, leave him locked in the infirmary and just, you can't tell me 
that you don't have like 24 hour surveillance on this ship. Like, that's come on. what that's that's fantastic. And then there's a there's a scene where not to skip too far ahead where they're actually uh, jettisoning Kane's body out into space. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you have a camera there. Yeah, but absolutely. Not in the hospital, the in the infirmary, no, infirmary no. area, or anywhere else where you might possibly need it, on a ship where you let loose an alien parasite. All right. So, anyways, they find it. It like falls down. On, it falls on Ripley. Yeah. And it just like kind of, she like freaks out and it falls off to the ground and supposedly it's dead, but I don't believe that for a second. I wouldn't go near it. Like just no, you know. I'd start stabbing it or something. I don't know. It could have, like, spores that come out. No, lock it up in the infirmary and with the other guy, lock it up, be done. We're not opening this room until, you know, we get back to Earth and it can attack everybody there. I don't know. Just keep it away from me <laughs> till I can get a far distance away. Um, all right. So it's a horror movie. I obviously don't believe anything that's happening here. I'm pretty sure they're all going to die. Um, so apparently they decide to take off with this alien thing, alien thing that's supposed to be dead. Um, at this point, they should have just thrown it out when they had the chance. Because as of this point, in the infirmary and all that, they haven't left. They were still working on the ship. Yeah. You know, they had plenty of opportunity to just get rid of this thing and take off. Roll the window down, toss it out. That's right. You know, you can even set yeah. it down gently. I don't care. Just get it off the ship. What are you thinking? Exactly. Um, but no, they don't do that. All right. So repairs seem done now. So they're going to take off and attempt to go home. So Kane, that's the guy that had the alien in his face. He's back uh, coherent. They, <laughs> are you laughing at my... <laughs> She's doing the hand thing to, mi to mimic the face hugger. Yeah, yeah. I just put like my hand in front of my face and just started shaking it. <laughs> Which is just great. Um... So anyways, uh, he's back coherent. They call everyone back into the infirmary, and he's talking, and they're all asking him, you know, what's the last thing you remembered? How do you feel? All of that kind of stuff. Um, at this point, everybody is in that room, and I'm thinking, mm, would not be standing this close to this guy. Like, I got a bad feeling about this. Doesn't last long. They're going to go have lunch together. Everything seems fine. No. Well, it, there's no way. There's no way everything is fine. <laughs> oh, this alien just jumped on your face and now it died and it's fine. Oh, yeah. And it's over. Never mind, guys. Yeah. All good. Yeah. Uh, and nobody cares. They're just like, oh, we're just so happy yeah, to have you back. Let's cool. go eat. Um, I don't know. He's going to snap or something. Um, this point, no. It's, he's going to be the one where, like, the alien comes out of him. I've seen that in so many, you know, TV shows and all of that Spoofs kind of stuff. and clips and all of that. And it was him. It was. As soon as he fell on his back on the, the table where they're all eating and starts making weird noises, I'm like an alien's coming out of that guy's belly. <laughs> and sure enough, it does. And it was gross. It was. For being, again, it's the 70s. Like, I expect it to be goofy and all of it. It was gross. It was. It was gross. <laughs> this weird tapeworm-looking thing that would, like, chomped its teeth. It's all bloody and just... Ugh. It screams a little bit and then yeah, splits. It just scurries away. And now it's on It's on the loose. Or it's loose again on the ship. You know, like, yes, that's just what we need. Um, and now it's going to infect somebody else. Um, 
this point, we find out that apparently it's gotten bigger, too. Because they are on the hunt for this thing, and someone lets the cat out. That's Brett and Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, he lets the cat out. Again, I don't get why there's a cat on this ship, but whatever. So they send the guy who let him out to go find him. Go find the cat, because apparently this is the most important thing to do while there is an alien loose on this ship. That's the perfect reason to have a cat, so that somebody can let it out and have to chase it right into the clutches of the alien. I guess so. And he ends up getting killed by this giant alien thing. It's not the little thing that was, like, in the guy. It's, like, a piece of it? It's bigger? I don't know. Oh, it had grown. It showed, uh, uh, Brett had picked up the skin. Oh, yeah. To show that it had molted. Oh, that was so gross, too. And it's, like, when he picks it up, too, you know he knows what that is. Yeah. Like... And then, you know, you just don't expect it to get that big that fast. But, yeah. yeah. It was so gross. It was like a tapeworm. Um, that was just, just awful. Um, all right. So, anyways, the guy that let the cat out gets killed uh, by this giant alien thing. Now, the graphics, animatronics, whatever, you know, you want to call them, pretty terrible. Of course. Oh, yeah. It is the 70s. What can you do? But... It was disgusting. And besides the little moments where I'm like, like, that's all, you know, that's all they could make this robotic thing do or whatever, you know, um, besides those moments, I'm like, this would actually be a really freaky movie. It's gross. It's intense. I could see myself, you know, being afraid of this movie. Okay. If I had. If, if you were, what, if you watched it in, in 1979 or if it was modern? If that, if like the effects were modern, you're saying both. Okay. Both. Either or. If I watched this in like '82 or something like that, I bet you I'd be freaked out. And I'm like, oh, that was so disgusting, and just be, just you know, so scared of anyone talking about aliens and things like that. Um, awesome. All right. So back to the movie. What are you gonna do with the animatronics from the '70s? But that's cool. All right. So they make a plan to burn the alien out from the air ducts. Um, and now Dallas is dead. So that happened real fast. So you're just going to blow right past the air duct scene without mentioning the most famous spoof, at least in our household. In our household? Did you recognize that at all? No. As he's chasing the alien through the vents. She's got the monitor watching the two de- the beeps and dots. Yeah. As and the, then all of a sudden it stops and it's, it's right on top of you. Remember and... when Bart brings Santa's little helper to school and... He gets in the air vents, and Willie has to grease himself up and go in the air vents and chase him around. <laughs> I should have realized this was going to The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Of course oh, it was. Yeah. Of course oh, it was. One of the most famous, you know, whatever you want to call it, spoofs, homages, what have you. It's a, it's a fairly early Simpsons, too, but it's, oh, it's a great episode. Well, what I noticed from watching this movie was, man, Alien has been spoofed nine million times oh absolutely um like even the stupidest pieces from this can i just say half not even halfway throughout watching this whole movie all i could think about was bob's burgers because burgers yeah yes because because they uh tina does like hey we did a story about like mother's day or something stupid is aliens the sequel that she does my bad so she's already ruined the sequel for you oh okay but (laughs) (laughs) and uh, American Dad did a full-on, almost like shot-for-shot remake 
with Roger the alien yep. as the alien. Yep. And uh, that was fantastic. But all of these I've seen. So watching this was just, you know, I kind of sort of knew what was going to happen, but not really. Almost like, like There were some chunks bit. that I had no idea. Again, I was pretty sure everyone was going to die and that's not technically correct. And I kept thinking certain things were going to happen that didn't happen, but I knew someone was getting an alien through the belly like that was <laughs> you knew somebody was birthing an alien oh, so uh, not sick. naturally yeah <laughs> all right so uh dallas is dead you know air ducts all of that um they decided to flush it out with fire yeah. that didn't work um so now ripley is in charge and she goes to that motherboard room whatever they call the computer like mother yeah it's so weird it's an ai computer that runs their ship. That's just weird. It's, you know, all the all the computers in sci-fi had their names. You know, you had HAL, uh, HAL was it HAL nine thousand or something like that from uh, from two thousand one Space Odyssey. I'm pretty sure. And now there's another one that I was going to bring up that's absolutely escaping me right now. And then Kit from Knight Rider saved it. Isn't that the car? Yeah, absolutely. It's still okay, AI whatever. on a ship. Whatever. <laughs> then there's um, the Planet Express ship, and it's AI on Futurama. All right, so uh, Ripley is in charge. She goes into that motherboard room to go talk to Mother. Um, and she's asking about killing the alien. And is told basically no. Um, just like, no, this does not compute. No, no, no. Um, she then finds out they were purposely woken up early to collect the alien and bring it home. Their mission was now that the... To, to just focus on the alien, to bring that home and nothing else. It said the crew was expendable. So she's freaking out. Ash, is the science officer, is shutting all the doors so she can't leave, and he's sweating some weird, like, looking ooh. So I assume at this point he's got to have a parasite too. Um, and no, nope, it's not a parasite. It's a robot. Did not see that coming. Nice going, alien. You got me there. Nice. It's one of the Did weirdest not twists. Did think an alien was going to be, or a robot was going to be there. Um, it's one of the weirdest twists. It's got a very uh, Twilight Zone-y uh, uh, feel to that twist. It was just so weird. Yeah. So weird. Did not see that coming. But they destroy it or disassemble it for all my <laughs> short circuit friends. No uh, disassemble. Yeah. Uh, Ripley has now decided that they're going to risk it by taking the shuttle and blowing up the ship. Because, you know what? We, we got to get out of here. We are not going to survive. The robot basically told him, like, you got a slim chance to live. Like, I'll be thinking about you guys, basically. Yeah. Um, that really weird gruesome scene where they reactivated his head after it was detached and yeah all the innards of the a lot of spaghetti a, a lot of that and a, a lot of dried icing yeah some milk it looked like milk at one point and that was really grossing me out because again we know how much i don't like milk yeah there's that so i was just like this is a really uh scary gruesome movie they for absolutely me. got you with this yeah, movie huh they did um, but yeah, so they, they, the robot basically told them like, yeah, good luck. You ain't going to live. So Ripley decided that they're going to risk it. They're going to take the shuttle and blow up the ship. So they've got two other people with them. We've got Ripley, we've got the other girl and we've got Parker left. Um, so the other two people, Parker and whatever the other girl's name is, I, I, I don't know. Lambert. Um, they go and get, uh, coolant, which means at least one of them 
is going to die. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, both of them died. Uh, so now it's Ripley by herself. That was one of the most frustrating scenes in the whole movie with the lady just screaming. Yeah. And Parker just won't do anything. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Just shoot your flamethrower, laser, whatever you have at that alien instead of just yelling at her at to get out of the point, way. At this point, I think I would have not worried so much about the collateral damage there. Yeah. You know, you got this, whatever Ash called it, unstoppable killing machine or you know, perfect killing machine yeah. or whatever, you know. You got that? No, no. I'm sorry, lady, but you won't move. I'm going to toast this thing. Yeah, absolutely. But it wouldn't have worked anyways because, again, it's unstoppable. So, um, yeah, they both they both end up dead. Um, so Ripley is by herself now. Um, I'm guessing she's going to get off the, the ship because there's a sequel. So ah! um, she's got to survive, right? Damn, spoiled. I know, I know. Uh, so now she's going to blow up the ship. Uh, she's going to have it self-destruct. Um, so that's what she does. She turns on the self-destruct sequence, and it's got like, hey, the ship's going to blow up in 10 minutes. You've got five minutes to deactivate the self-destruct. Otherwise, you know, you, there's a no turning back point. Um, all right, so she sets off the self-destruct. She's got 10 minutes. She's running to what I'm assuming is the escape pod, uh, the shuttle. Of course, she brought the cat. Because why, why not? not drag around a metal box as That's you're trying to right. run for your life? Um, the cat Jones, apparently, um, that was running around while Parker and the other girl were getting coolant and died. And she was busy chasing this cat around to make sure she could get it. Um, anyway, so she's got the cat in like the metal cat carrier kind of thing. And then she sees the alien as she's turning a corner. So now she's got to escape without the alien seeing her. She goes to shut off the self-destruct sequence but it doesn't you know it's at the point where it's like just before that five minute mark and she hits all the buttons and all of that stuff but it doesn't stop so all right your ship's still gonna explode now you really have to get off of it and now you guys to go yeah um so she tried doesn't work um and apparently she left the cat next to the alien when she took off to do the self-destruct thing here eat the cat <laughs> I guess. Like, what the heck? Um, so I thought that was going to play a little bit into this. I thought that was going to mean something. Bait uh, box or something. I thought maybe... What? A bait box. Well, I thought maybe the alien would be afraid of the cat. Because, you know, the cat hisses when the alien's around and all of that kind of stuff. So I thought, okay, the alien's either going to be afraid of the cat or the cat is going to eat the alien. You know, and it's just going to be like where it can like live inside the cat without hurting its host kind of thing weird i don't i don't know i think like you've seen a lot of sci-fi i i guess i don't know <laughs> i feel like a cat does that in one of the marvel movies or yeah, something captain yeah. marvel yeah so it, you know but it's not actually a cat it's an alien in disguise oh yeah that's right i whatever maybe Nicely the alien done, was gonna turn into a cat i, I don't I know i thought that's where you were going i thought that the cat was gonna mean more than it freaking does throughout this whole movie can i just say the cat is just a liability that's this right. entire movie just just a cat yeah <laughs> which why is this cat on this ship i would have left a damn thing yeah not well, that i she, don't like cats wait, it's hang just... on she did she left she it did. by the alien yeah, here you go <laughs> But that didn't do anything. Like, the cat is still there in the little cat carrier. That's why I thought maybe the alien was afraid of the cat or, or something. Um, 
Again, so she wasn't able to shut off the, the self-destruct. She goes back to the shuttle, finds the cat that she left behind, and is able to get off the ship before it blows up. Like, this is why I thought there was, like, an alien in the cat or, or something. It just doesn't make sense. You left the cat there next to this killing thing. Like. Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Somebody help me with this one. All right, anyways, doesn't matter. She gets uh, onto the shuttle. The ship blows up. Um, oh, of course, she got on the shuttle with the cat. Uh, but the cat was acting really weird. So at this point, again, I thought the alien was inside the cat. Somehow. I, I don't know. Did you know. think it was going to burst out of the cat and oh, regrow? Oh, gosh, I hope not because that would have been disgusting. Uh, <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I thought the cat would, like, puke it up like a hairball. Like, I, I don't know what I thought. I just, I thought the alien was inside the cat, and it wasn't. Um, inside the cat. You don't understand the size difference. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but maybe I'm thinking um, uh, Nibbler from Futurama. You very much are. I, that thing could eat anything, that, so that's fine. And also the alien cat from Captain Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So anyways, back to the movie. The alien is not in the cat. It's just on the ship. <laughs> I love doing this, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a, a big uh, roadblock for me is the alien and cat relationship the here. The cat distraction. Yeah. All right. So we're back on the shuttle, the little escape pod. We've got the cat, and now we have the alien. The alien was, like, what, on some control panels or it something? Was hiding in the wires yeah. or some junk like that, yeah. So Ripley, like, slinks away, but not very quietly. Like, she just, she's getting into a space suit and is just well, she's, about. She was in a closet with a door closed. So she was in there. So she, you know, the noise in the closet probably wasn't outside the noise of the ship and all of that. I stuff. don't know. Because I was, I was thinking that too. I'm like, you know, awfully loud getting in that space. Suit. But then she comes out of that like little room, you know, yeah. she opened a door to come out. So I, I, I you know, I, I just, Fine. I gotta, I gotta Fine. stand Let up it for be. the movie there. Let it be. I got a whole bunch of other holes I can poke into this movie. Sure. I guess we can let that one be you know, yeah, fine. Yeah, I gotta stick up for the movie All right. there. So anyways, so she puts on this space suit, uh, space suit before she um, buckles up. She gets back in her seat and she buckles up. And it's, you know, she's going to attack this alien and she's singing some weird... What is she singing? I don't know, Lucky Star is what she keeps saying. Yeah, but I don't recognize the song. No, me either. Like, but... I, it doesn't sound like Madonna's Lucky Star. I don't think that was around then i don't that be right? like the 80s yeah yeah um doesn't matter so she's singing this shining star lucky star? i can't yeah, remember I now but lucky um but she's like singing whispering the words to a song you know as she's going to attack this alien um and then she opens uh like a hatch opens the door whatever and the alien gets sucked out into space but it doesn't completely get sucked out into space it's got to hang on for a couple of minutes because the last 15 minutes of this movie had to be the most like you know action-packed intense thing where every bad thing just kept happening so the alien is still hanging on to the ship and it's you know the credits are going to roll in about a minute and a half um and then i don't know she hits the thrusters and basically burns the thing off well it grabbed onto the like exhaust port or what have you it started to climb up there yeah and then she hit the thrusters and burned it off yeah um sorry the alien is off the ship 
Um, and then she basically is like, all right, I'm, I'm the less, excuse me, she's the last survivor. Um, and she goes to sleep in the little pod to go back home to Earth. With the cat. With the cat. That probably has an alien inside of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> wrong movie. <laughs> Entirely wrong movie. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's that's Alien. Uh, 1979 Alien. Uh, uh, so I, directed by Ridley Scott, but then James Cameron takes over. Yeah, for that's Aliens what you said. And, yeah, and, and all that. So I, I had looked that up and, and confirmed. So like that makes me want to watch. I've never seen the sequel. I've seen Alien a bunch of times, but I never went on and watched the rest of them. I don't know if I need to see more of them. I mean, again, it was your typical horror movie of don't go in there what are you doing think before you just do something but also again it was pretty gruesome for being made in 79 like i cannot imagine an alien movie today i really can't i'm pretty sure it would make me sick to my stomach i don't think they well maybe somebody let us know let us know. Does it get Should oozier we... and bloodier and just grosser? Because I would think by like the 2014 installment where uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver came back to yeah. the franchise and whatnot, like that it would be less. I don't know. know. But who knows? I mean, advancements in Grossness. CGI and, and, and makeup and all of that stuff. So who actually knows? And the tapeworm with chattering teeth. Yeah, that Ugh, was great. Uh, so sick. And I mean, you have seen that stupid oh, yeah. little thing recreated in so many things. Yeah, absolutely. That's so great. All right. That is uh, uh, fantastic. That was a fantastic review of Alien. Alien. Loved it. Loved it. Thank you for watching it, and uh, thank you for reviewing it. Did you like it? Um, sure. Sure? Sure. <laughs> um, um, no, let's be honest. No, not really. No? No. Didn't like Alien. No. I wasn't sure, because... It kind of seemed like maybe you were a little intrigued. I, I was, because, it, again, it kept throwing me for loops. I thought I knew what was going to happen, and I kept guessing wrong. So that, but it was gross, and again, it just, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just not a horror movie person. We just both definitely aren't. Yeah. But uh, I think maybe we might have to think about aliens, or at least put it on the list at the bottom, so if we start running out of stuff, we can... Go to that and do that as, as one of the sequel installments. Okay. So You can uh, put it on the list. All right. So that's the first of our our, uh, our after review questions. What did you know about Alien going in? Um, not a whole lot. Um, I, I knew an alien was going to come out of somebody. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I was 99.95% sure that that was this movie. <laughs> And at one point when we were watching it and I said something like, oh, that's going to happen. And you're like, no, that doesn't happen until the sequel. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if that was if that was in, in it, Aliens or if that happened in the first one. Because, again, I had only seen this once or twice. And I'm talking like in the 90s. And I legit believed you. And I was like, oh, it's not going to happen. And then, again, when that guy went on his back, I'm like, no, that alien's in. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, after after the face hugger and all that. So, like, yeah. at that point, I, I knew that it. It was happening in this in this movie, but yeah, right off the bat, I was like, I couldn't remember if that was first or second one. So that's the only thing that I knew about this movie. Again, I didn't know that it was made in '79 until you mentioned that right before we hit play, or as we were hitting play. It was as we because there was no turning back. Yeah. at that point, yeah, it was a definite point of no return. Uh, your thoughts going in? 
before you knew 1979 uh, and after? I I didn't <laughs> really have a lot of thoughts about it. I just figured, you know, it's going to be kind of a silly sci-fi, what's supposed to be kind of scary movie that's, you know, not going to be. It's going to be uh, cheesy or um, I don't know what else you'd call it. Just not you know, not going to age well. Yeah, so okay. it's not going to seem scary or a little gross hokey. or anything. Yes, hokey. Thank you. That's a the perfect word for it. Yeah. Um, and then so your your thoughts going in after the 1979, is that is that Still thought that. More yeah, of the same? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What surprised you about it? Um just how gruesome it was. Yeah. The oh, the chestburster scene, you didn't it was And a, the oozing, you know, and the guy is sweating milk. So the like, ash the ash oozing stuff it, like his whole that was the grossest part to me because like the chest bursting scenes fine whatever the yeah uh, but there was like blood all over the wall on everybody in like the the it was a tapeworm for crying out loud with chattering teeth <laughs> that's disgusting and then uh who came up with this like the alien mouth ooze wasn't as bad i mean it's just like, that wasn't too bad who's got to clean all that up that's what that, <laughs> uh, that's at this point i'm just that old i guess yeah i guess so. uh w- would you have liked it more or less if you saw it when you were younger again go back um oof. oh gosh so early 90s it's you know 89 it was 10 years old so you can if you well i guess <laughs> i'm uh Trying not to date you too much. Here, yeah. But you, you'd be pretty young in the early 90s, that's for sure. Yeah. But let's say you watch it when you're like 13, 14. Um, I don't know. I really don't know how I would have felt about it. I. You did say I, you think it would have freaked you out. Yeah, I do think it would have freaked me out. Um, if you're like 14 in 82. Yeah, for sure. It would freak me out. But I, you don't know if you would have liked it more or not. Um, I think I would be more scared of it and be like, like, oh no, I'm not watching any movies that have to deal with aliens. <laughs> kind of like how I am with movies about like ghost and like poltergeist kind of stuff. I'm like, no, I don't care. I'm not watching a movie about it. I don't want to hear about it. No. Um, I would probably have the same reaction with aliens. So we're not going to put poltergeist down the list. Absolutely not. Yeah, I will no, not watch it. Nope. I, whatever. We're just, I got to draw us. the line somewhere. Uh, popular movies, not, not sub-genre no. cult movies yeah. anyway um, favorite part um, oh gosh I don't I, I cannot think of a favorite part in this movie I really can't so I think that, I, that is not a favorite part that is disgusting um, oh gosh I don't think I have a favorite part in this movie and I think that really sums up you know how I felt about this entire movie. Okay. Most of the time I was just like, oh, well, you're stupid and you're going to die. Oh, that's a good idea. Go out there. Okay, let's all look for the alien. You know, I was just sarcastic through most of this movie. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, no, there. I would not say there was a, a favorite part. Okay. Uh, least favorite part? Chestburster. <laughs> even though you called it, even though you knew that was coming, it was still your it least favorite It was still part. like... <clears throat> Again, it was gruesome, and it was more gross than I thought it was going to be. It's the 70s. This is going to be like a, you know, one of those fake swords coming out of somebody or something. Like, not a tapeworm. Okay. (laughs) I love how surprised you are by that whole thing, even though you've really actually seen it. 
I've seen it a million times, but I guess I just thought, I don't know, I thought it was going to be more cartoonish. Because that's, you know? that's kind of how you've seen it probably yeah. the majority of times is animated. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, would you recommend it to someone who hasn't seen it? Absolutely. You Absolutely. have to watch it. Yeah. If I suffered through it, you have to, too. Actually, I didn't suffer through it. It wasn't that bad. Hey, self-destruct sequence. Everybody get the hell off the ship. But we're going to make it as dark and uh, loud and just... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Disorienting Disorienting, (laughs) yes. Because I thought about that at the same time when, like, the destruct uh, destruct sequence is happening and all that. Because... The um, sirens that were going off were not like regular sirens. They were just like, (laughs) you know, like they did real long. And all I could think about was our neighbors upstairs. And I'm like, I hope they cannot hear this. I hope they're watching TV too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that us watching this movie would make them go like, hey, I hate the people below us. This is horrible. (laughs) Because it goes on for so long. Yeah, that's a good. I didn't even think about that as it was happening. That's like awesome. I was getting sweaty while we were sitting there, just going, "Oh gosh, please don't say anything. Please don't start like Slamming stomping on the, on the floor. floor." Yeah, oh. and just being like, "Keep it down." All right, would you watch it again? No. No. No, I don't need to watch this movie again. Not stopping if it's on TV. Absolutely not. Are you happy you watched it? <sighs> that's a loaded question. That's a loaded question. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I I am because, again, I can chalk it up as another one of the movies that everybody has seen that I haven't. Um, But, man, I didn't really like it, you know? All right. Where are you putting this on your list of dislikes? Oh, gosh. Um, It's going to (laughs) be... All I can think about when we talk about the dislike... Movie pile is Blazing Saddles. And I'm like, well, this one's going to be by there. It's going to be by Hocus Pocus, too. Now, Hocus Pocus is like the worst, right? Or was it Blazing Saddles? I'm not going to answer that one. <laughs> because whatever answer you I disappoint say. disappoint everybody who actually. <laughs> all... <laughs> yeah, I get it. Anyway, how about that weather? You know, it's I been really, hot. really am going to advocate for uh, us to watch Aliens. Not only because I never saw it, but because uh, I want to see what you think about it. And then that can be kind of our little side series where we both watch something we've never seen together. And we can do Footloose and then Aliens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because Back I to just, back. A double feature, too. <laughs> I just don't want to watch Footloose. You have to. There's a reason I haven't seen it. Yeah. But I really, we also have to do like the uh, uh, Speed. You know, you've seen yeah. Speed. I haven't. So we'll do that one. That'll be the reverse version. So we've got a couple of little spinoffs we can do. And uh, all right. All right. That's 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 Alien. That's Alien. That's a well-done review of Alien. I am bummed because I don't want you to have to sit through the movie and take the notes and do all the time with something you don't like. But I love watching you figure out whether you like them or not. Well, I mean, I'm going to give it a fair shot. Again, I'm not big with horror movies. I never have been. But... I don't know. Like, everybody knows this movie. Maybe it is going to be one that I like. That's the reason that we do the whole yeah. thing. So, uh, very cool. All right. That uh, that wraps up the Under a Rock review of Alien. We'll find out what we do next week. Not sure, but 
You'll know we as never. soon as we do. Yeah. I wish we could like post them ahead of time. I really do. That way you can like watch it and get familiar with it too. But I never know what I feel like watching. And if I did that, then, you know, Sunday, Monday is going to roll around and I'd be like, I don't want to watch that. Exactly. Now that sounds like home- homework, you know? Exactly. No way. And, and giving you, you know, the night before is probably not enough lead time. No, no, definitely not. Hey, guess what we're sitting down to watch right now? Well, that's all right. You, you know. can always pause it or you can you know, pause the podcast or you can always throw the movie on while you're listening to us ramble about it. That's right. Uh, we're not going to time up to the movie, of oh, course, gosh, so that's no. not going to work that way. But still, it'll be fun to have it on and be like, oh, she was just complaining about that scene. No, look at the cat. <laughs> the cat is stupid, isn't it? I just don't understand. <laughs> look, I like cats. I do. There was no point for that cat to be in that movie except for to, you know, draw attention away from the movie. It's just to, to draw and people down dark corridors in search of an alien. Maybe it's like uh, when you're uh, when you're doing magic. It's like misdirection. Yes, Follow the cat. You it was know. also for the easy jump scares, too. So Yeah, that is true. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll figure out what movie we're doing. Um, You'll know as soon as we do. That's right. Exactly. All right, it's time for your thought of the day. Thought of the day, thought of the day. It's your thought of the day, thought of the day. This is like the first episode where we didn't go into deep depth talks about AI. So I figured I would bring it up. Um, Sometime in the future, in the near future, AI is going to rate a film written by AI. Oh, yeah, that's going to be like next week. Yeah. Especially with the strikes going on. Oh, my goodness. Luke, are you going to leave us with a laugh? I'm going to do my best. What do you got? Uh, first of all, as we narrow, as we narrow, as we near the end of our 100 greatest dad jokes of all time, assembled by Victor Jr., Yeah. sent over the pond by Brian. That's right. Uh, we got a couple left here. Let's uh, see what we got. Did you hear about the man who fell into the upholstery machine? No. It's okay. He's fully recovered. That's so stupid. (laughs) I can't even give you like a pity chuckle. Like, that was just dumb. Uh, How about, uh, why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? It, I I don't know. It was too tired. Oh, that's so stupid. (laughs) I got one more. (laughs) No. Yes. How do you have another one? Okay, fine. One more. Okay. Uh, my wife took off, her, took off her top during an argument where I was winning. It was a booby trap. That one actually is a really good one. <laughs> All right. That does it That's for... probably one of my favorite ones you've ever done, honestly. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Uh, that uh, That's going to do it for episode 52. As always, we like to leave you with the laugh. You that's know. right. Uh, thank you for everybody who's been with us through 52 episodes. Thank you to everybody who's been with us through zero episodes. This is your first one. That's amazing. Thank you for if you've done one through five or however many number you've listened. We love you. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Please tell your friends, Luke and Naomi on air. Your family, your coworkers, your acquaintances. Anywhere. If your everybody, mailman. If everybody tells one person and that person actually listens and they tell one person and that person actually listens and then everybody sends us a dollar, that'd be amazing. We'd be but, rich. Uh, we'll settle for just the listening, I think. Yeah, yeah. Thank you again so much. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll that's be back it. with episode 53. Can't wait to find out what we're reviewing next week. That's right. Until then, have some fun this week and be excellent to each other. Love, Love you. Bye. bye.